0: Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. Today we're gonna talk about the Summer Freedom Series. Today's specific is the freedom from diet mentality. I know that sounds like a lot of words. I did not know what that meant when I first uh, was losing weight myself. And yet it is very, very important. And so I wanna share that with you today. It looks so different from so many different directions, and I did not realize what diet mentality even was. So we're going to talk about that. The diet mentality, it refers to the thoughts, the beliefs, the perceptions that linger from past diet experiences. So all of the rules, the rules that other diets have uh had that we have come to allow that that is just the truth and that we think we have to do all of those things so that then we can um lose weight and we'll try another diet to see if that one will be the one that we can actually stick to and then we accumulate more and more rules each time we accumulate rules we start thinking less and less of ourselves and our ability so got all this wet hair all over me, so sorry about that. I am, so uh, I'm to the point now where I have noticed when I start picking up some of those old diet beliefs, some of those old diet thinkings, and they always sound like judgments every single time, um, or the word should or supposed to comes in. So that's when I noticed that they're really happening and I was looking up definitions because like I know what it is but to really be able to tell you what diet mentality is it was I wanted to be specific and so I was looking up some of the rules uh, some of the common expectations things like that and one of the things that I read was that diet uh, mentality. Dieting in and of itself is a form of trauma, and I thought, "Oh my heavens!" Like if that did not smack me in the face, so dieting is a form of trauma to the body and mind, and the impact. On your thought patterns that can be significant and long-lasting so as we're looking at all of those things that those diets that we've done all those years and if you're listening to this you're probably still looking for something that is going to be the thing and so what happens is we start accumulating all of these thoughts and beliefs, all of these rules, expectations, judgments, and shame of uh, what we've done, what we've tried to do, and so that that word trauma it really, really stuck with me, and um, I work I work with women who want to lose weight. And there is a fair amount of trauma that we have to overcome. And I'm not talking about like how they call it big T traumas. These are just thought traumas, thoughts that stick with us, that keep popping up again and again. And even mine, like I have been losing weight for quite a while now and I still have these thought traumas that come up. So we're talk about some of those today with you because until you realize what dieting Is doing what the trauma it is inflicting then you're just not gonna know you're gonna still be looking for the thing and I'm gonna tell you at the end how mine's completely different Um, if you've listened to me before you might even already know that but I want to talk about how this diet mentality this diet trauma has affected us before so sometimes all or nothing mentality. And so what happens is with dieting, they usually produce a list of rules. And the list of rules feels like I have to do these things or I am not going to succeed. I am not going to have done it good enough. I won't be good enough and I won't get weight loss. I I will have done it to myself. And so that all or nothing thinking comes from all of the diet rules that they impart on you. And all of them will be eat this, don't eat that. That might be how it looks. It might be um, that you can only have it by a certain time. And there's all kinds of things. So I, t- I totally just change that. Like, listen to your body. We get really good at listening to our body, figuring out what exactly our body is asking for and matching that up with what we want to eat. So we work a lot with making sure we understand what our body is telling us, what um, responses our body has. And so that way, we're not doing all or nothing kind of things. Um, and then once you've really figured out how to listen to your hunger, and I, that's the kind of thing I teach the ladies that work with me, we work one-on-one. So we, you get very personalized help with figuring this out. So I will be there to say, is that something? Is that not something? And I'll be right there with you to help you figure it out. So, um, but that's what we do is we really figure out first and foremost, are you hungry, physically hungry And how do you know for sure? So that way it's not all or nothing. If you need to eat at eight o'clock at night because your body is physically hungry, you can make that choice for yourself and you don't have to have a diet telling you you have to fast for this many hours or you cannot have food after this time. You can choose to do that, but you're going to do it from a place of how does it feel in my body? So, one of the I have a whole list of these diet mentalities. I I started to write out this list and as I got going on it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how many diet traumas we have had in our lives, right?" So, the next one is restrictive mentality. And so, it might be physically restrictive, it might be mentally restrictive. It might be where you are physically not having food. So, you're either like depriving yourself of certain kinds of food, you're depriving yourself of just amounts of food. It can be either, and then sometimes it's more of a mental restriction. And so instead of us actually restricting, um, I was I made a I was made more aware. I'll go ahead and mention it now. I released a special bonus episode. Uh, this week, earlier this week. And it was with Jane Pilger, and she's a binge eating um, specialist. And so her podcast is Binge Breakthrough. She has eight reasons with solutions of why we typically are binging. And so she was who introduced me. So check, definitely go check that one out. And then she was who introduced me to this. Uh, the separation of the restriction. Is the restriction physical or mental? And so with the mental restriction, it's more of the thoughts, like I shouldn't have this, I can't have this. And, And then of course, it'll go into shame and judgment. Like if I did have this, then I'm not good. So it's all this kind of pieces of the puzzle together. And so restrictive mentality, whether you're physically not eating foods um even when you're physically hungry or or certain kinds of foods or you're thinking that you can't have things which that that's that trauma piece right there so the next one i want to talk about is this good food bad food and so with the types of food with diet mentality what we've been told forever is that um that certain foods are bad. Sugar is bad. Uh, there's a bandwagon of, of fats being bad, of uh, dairy or gluten being bad. And if it's not causing damage in your specific body, then it's not bad. If it is not something that you do not like, then it's not bad. Those are the bad foods. Foods that create problems in my body and foods that I don't like. Those are the only bad foods. And yet diets tell us you have to have this or you have to have that. Unless you have a medical condition that you have to have a certain amount of food or a certain type of food, there's not good or bad foods. It's just, do you like it or do you not? And then learning, like I said at the beginning, we learn to trust our hunger Trust that, and that's when we know how much we've had. We learn to listen, really dial in and listen to our hunger, our physical hunger, and then we make choices based on what does my body want, what does it need, what do I like? And that is how we do it. It's not a diet rule. It's 100% you in control listening to your body. That is how it is meant to be. You get to decide. So no good food, bad foods. You're not going to... Uh, ruin your weight loss if you have a banana or if, God forbid, you have some pizza, like you can have it. And I am going to do another podcast on how specifically, I've done one before, but I want to dial in so that you know, because I keep saying, I teach you how to have food that you love in a way that you can continue losing weight and maintain it. The idea is if you already know how to have all foods, then you're not going to be restrictive. You're not going to binge and overeat because you know you can have them anytime. So I'm gonna do another podcast later to make sure that you really know how to do that. But for now, let's just know there are no bad foods. All foods are good foods and you just like some. That's what it is. What what feels good in your body. All right. Perfectionistic mentality. And so some of that goes with that all or nothing kind of mentality. Some of it is it has to be correct or right or you personally are not good enough. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with people who take pride in their work or in kind of trying to figure it out, but when it stays in that thread of curiosity, That's a healthy type of perfectionistic thinking. But when it goes into overwhelm and then binging because of I have to be right or I'm not going to ever get it or I'm not capable enough, that's not healthy. And so curiosity is great. Figuring yourself out and figuring out your ability and trying so many different things, that is super healthy and your body is meant to to try things, it's going to change its mind often. We do, right? So why wouldn't it? And then the idea that it has to be only one way, that is huge trauma right there because there are so many different ways. And so allowing it to be messy, allowing it to have so many different ways, and that that's going to be what carries you through. So let's ditch that diet mentality of perfection and realize I have absolutely quote unquote failed my way all the way to weight loss. And so I made so many mistakes, but when I stopped having any of them mean that it was wrong, I just was ready to make another mistake or possibly imagine this have another success and so that perfectionistic mentality it stops us from trying where you're going to be messy you're going to make mistakes all the way and that's just figuring it out and you learn so then you'll be able to figure it out faster or be more understanding have more awareness each time all right, next one. So cheat day mentality. And so when we have made everything so hard that it feels unbearable, you and I'll hear this with my clients. I'll hear them say, yeah, I, I used to say I couldn't wait until I was done having to do this. Okay, let's just think about that a second, right? So if we're going to be done doing this, then that means eventually we're going to go back To what not doing it, and then the weight comes on. So, how many times do you want to do this? Maybe you need to make it a little bit easier on yourself. So, we don't need cheat days because we're already eating the foods that we love, we've already learned how to have them. And so, ask yourself, what does a cheat day mean? It means that something is so hard that I can't do it every single day. I have allowed myself no room for anything. No room for mistakes. No room for foods I like. I'm doing it that perfectionistic way. And so cheat days are kind of that culmination of everything I've already talked about. So no cheat days because we just have foods we love all the time. And we no longer need to binge. We no longer need to just have excesses. Sometimes we'll have a little bit more than what enough is and that's part of that teaching you how to have enough with listening to your hunger but we don't need a cheat day we just have food we have food that we love and we continue to learn how to have it in a way that we can lose weight and maintain it in a way that our body responds well to that it does not create traumas in our brain right so all right, let's go to the next one because these ones were so fun to write down. Okay, so quick fix mentality. That's the next one. Quick fix mentality. And so when I was writing that down and it it kind of goes on the heels of the cheat day, like I can't wait until this is done. And so the idea is this is never done. So it's not that it's so hard. It's that I want it done now. And so we kind of get impulsive and it creates that has to be right now kind of a thing. And so there's not a quick fix. These are just things we do. We're going to manage our thinking. We're going to manage our emotions so that we're not craving any kind of uh, reason to have to overeat. We have developed better coping skills. We have developed better ways to manage those thoughts and feelings. And the foods we have what we love we have it in a way that we can continue having it and have our weight loss and so we don't need it to be quick because quick doesn't uh quick to me means that we're not going to be doing this forever and this is us designing our goal self life and so I talked about that all last month, the goal style, the goal lifestyle kind of thing. And so really what we're doing is we are designing the new you. We are designing the you that is sustainable. And that means that you lose weight. Your, your weight does go down when you're not using food against yourself. You're not using it for coping and all the things. So there's no quick fix because we are designing who we are becoming. And that changes from time to time as our needs change, as our health changes, as our circumstances change, but it's going to be something we do forever. And so this is not one of those, oh, it's a lifestyle change, but then I'm asking you to keep it hard for your whole life. No, I'm telling you, you get to have the foods you want. You get to have all the foods. I'm not even saying some of them. I'm just going to teach you how to do it so that it's it's enough, you know? If I tell you like you can have it, you're like, but I want the whole pound. I want that whole pan of brownies, not just a brownie. Why do you want the whole pan? Because when I have a whole pan of brownies, oh my heavens, my stomach is in knots. I am sick to my stomach. My joints hurt. I probably have a headache. I get all congested from overeating or specifically overeating sugars and dairy. So like there's so many reasons why I really in the moment don't want not in the moment, why I really overall do not want a whole pan of brownies, but I tell myself I want the whole pan of brownies, and then I try to use my own words against myself. You said I could have anything I wanted. Well, you can, and now we're going to learn how to have it in a way that we still get to have all the things we want, but why would you want a whole pan? And so in a way that our bodies are going to be happy with, that our body responds well to. So that's what we're going to learn together so no quick fix mentality because we are designing the lifestyle we are designing our new identity and who we are so that we can maintain that forever letting it grow and change evolve but this is a forever thing so uh external validation this one was fun so as i I keep saying it, it was fun because i was so excited to write this when i have to not when I have to, but when I get to sit down and write these for you, and I I think about all my clients, I think about people I know, myself, my journey, and so this external validation part. And so what happens is we get this external validation um, in the diet mentality. We are having the diet people tell us is it good or bad? Was this enough for the week? Was it, am I acceptable this week? And Typically, it happens on the scale. It happens whether or not we follow all of their rules and all of that. So what I help you with is internal validation. You get to decide what the rules are. And I'm going to guide you. I'm going to talk to you. And uh, we will figure out what um, you want to do. What habits do you want to create? What habits do we want to break and figure that kind of thing out? And then we're going to decide together. What means that you hit the goal? That doesn't mean that you are good or bad, whether you hit the goal or not. It just, what what, what means we hit the goal? Are you happy with that? How does that look for you? And so <clears throat> the problem with diet mentality is the external validation. You're always asking someone else to tell you you're enough. You're always asking someone else to say that you're Okay or that you did it right, or that it's going to be enough to lose weight. And the thing is, one person, one diet, one doctor cannot tell you if this set of rules that you're trying to follow is going to be enough. And so the beauty of what I do with people is I get to listen to exactly what's going on with you exactly what your struggle is and exactly what we need to change from time to time. It's that personalized, that individualized plan, the solution specifically for you. And we only know what that is when we work together and we hear, I get to hear what it is that you're struggling with. We get to be curious together so that we can make the next part of whatever it is you need to figure out and we do it together so you're not going to have to do this by yourself i am right there with you the whole time with my clients i love it because one is working on, you know, relationships and one is working on habits and one is working on self-care and maybe another is working on like what like her internal dialogue is, like what words she says to herself often. And so everyone's working on something different, but it's completely personalized to them. And I love it because it's exactly what they need. If we all tried to do the same thing, Some people it's going to be the right thing for. I try to always get a gem from anything I learn. But when you work with me, it's completely personalized for exactly what you need. So external validation You're not going to seek it. And yeah, it's always nice when someone tells you you look nice. But if you really believe it for yourself already, if you know that I am giving good efforts of what I am capable of, and really I couldn't get a success this week because I still had more to learn this week, when you know that for yourself, it's takes so much pressure off of you and guess what it takes the pressure off of everyone around you too so they're not having to do that validation for you they're not having to tell you you're doing it right or you're doing it well or you look great you're knowing that your efforts are enough you know that you just are human your failures are enough your mistakes you know that your body is enough and that's what I work with my clients with it is it is eye-opening, groundbreaking, life-changing kind of stuff. I love it. So the next part is calorie counting. So with uh, diet mentality, the calorie counting, we don't do that. I do not count calories. I teach you that hunger scale. I mentioned it at the beginning. We are really going to dial in to when are you hungry physically and when have you had enough. And I I work with every one of my clients on that one of the very first things is to get used to to seeing how that feels in your body so that we're not counting calories because some standard number of calories does not take into account everything. And so even when you talk to experts they're going to set a calorie number and they're like, "Yeah, sometimes you go over, sometimes you go under." But we don't hear that side of it unless you're working with somebody specifically and they're willing to tell you that. So what happens is we bend ourselves backwards trying to stay within some calorie number. And the more we focus on a calorie number, the more we want more food, the more we feel like we're moving into that restriction deprivation that we talked about. And we start saying, "Well, I can't I can't eat the way uh, my goal requires because I don't know how many calories is in this so then sometimes I've noticed people will stop going out with their friends They stop going to friends houses or out to restaurants because how would I ever know how many calories are in this? We learn to trust our bodies. That's what we do in concierge weight loss. We learn to trust our bodies We trust our physical hunger our body can trust us that we're going to give it food And so we do that together So we learn that we learn that some days we you know, maybe you need a little bit more, you need, you know, a snack more, or you need a few bites more, or maybe you need quite a bit more. I don't know. But we're going to figure that out together. And it's not calorie counting, macros, points, any of that kind of stuff. And so um, I did Weight Watchers with my mom, like when I was very young, I did the Slim Fast Shakes with my mom when I was very young. And I could tell you like, oh, no, I need to have um a protein in the morning and then I need some vegetables there or I need to do whatever and not in a healthy way this is in a like I have to kind of way the other thing is I knew how many points I got for anything and so then my brain would be very like sticker driven like if I do a workout I get more points if I do this I can have that and like it was very reward oriented but not in a healthy way and so with calorie counting or points counting it doesn't take into account count your normal body needs. And so with that, we um, we totally move away from calorie counting. We learn how to trust our body to tell us what it needs and we learn to listen to it and interpret what it's saying. I help you with that part. So you're going to figure that part out. We're not counting calories. That way you, can, you have access to your hunger because it's in your body at any time. I could take you to a smorgasbord. We could have whatever put on our plate in front of us. And we are going to be able to figure this out. It will not cause you to overeat because you don't know the calories or the macros or the points for this. You have all the information within you. I just need to help you learn how to listen and interpret it. So a little bit different there. Um, labeling mentality. And so kind of like the good food, bad th- food thing, but this one goes into clean, dirty, healthy, unhealthy. So some of the Whole30, we talk about clean eating, and it did something for me. I am I'm absolutely going to give credit where credit is due. It was um, something that I did when I was first diagnosed with my autoimmune condition and we were trying to figure out what I was allergic to and so we did this clean eating thing but for weight loss if you have foods that you are only eating not because you have any health concerns this is for weight loss and for your normal daily thing what happens is we try so obsessively to eat clean or to eat healthy and then our thoughts get skewed on what healthy looks like or what um, clean is and what it means and so We will have that deprivation feeling. We will get into perfectionistic thinking. We will start judging and shaming ourselves based on food. And so um, I shared this the other day. I went online and I typed a question in and people answered. I had like 300 comments on this uh, replies really quickly. And one person was talking about it was too expensive to eat Uh, to be able to lose weight because of the foods she would have to eat. And I got to share this really great tidbit that a lady that I know, she decided that she needed to break that thinking in her own mind. And so she challenged herself. And challenges are so fun to me just because I get empowered to see if I could do it. And then a good challenge is set up so that you learn a lot from it. So with her challenge, she challenged herself one week to eat every meal out at a fast food and so all I could think of was like oh my stomach is already hurting just listening to this story she lost weight so she busted all of those diet thinking rules that you can't eat out or that you have to have clean healthy food and so she said yeah she absolutely appreciated after the challenge was over to be able to eat food from home and cook for herself again but she got really curious about what the better option would be when she was at a, a restaurant or when she was at a fast food drive through or something like that. She realized how much she was in control of her choices, even when these were the choices. And so that labeling mentality, if you just stop there, you're missing out because there's always the option to make a better choice. It just might be different options. So that's that one. Okay, so here's a big one. We're getting close to the end, okay? So scale obsessed mentality. So what happens is kind of to go along with that validation thing. So we become completely scale obsessed. We decide if it's a good day based on what the scale tells us. We decide if we did good, if we are good, if the scale gives us a favorable number. And so... That does not take into account so many things. So my body weight is higher. I lift very heavy weights. I do CrossFit a few times a week. I have more mass on my body. For me to lose weight, I would have to stop lifting heavy and lose some of that muscle mass. And I'm not willing to do that. So if I looked for all of my win, for all of my validation to come from a scale, I would be super sad because I'm not going to be, you know, in these low hundred numbers. I am on the other end. And so it's fine because I like the shape of my body and I like the size. I know that the scale number is one piece of data, just one. And so I have a lot of external... Um, wins i have a lot of non-scale wins that i kind of keep track of Um, data points i know kind of my measurements i know my body fat percent i know when my skin is dehydrated i know when okay here you go this morning for prime example My eyes were super dry the last few days, and some of that is going to be we've had these fires up north, and so our air is a little more smoggy than normal, But and the allergies. My allergies are a little higher with all of the stuff blooming outside, all of the farmers going, um, doing all their thing. I know there's a lot of other reasons so I can take an allergy pill. I can take care of myself in a lot of other ways, but I also know that like when my eyes get dry, a good healthy fat like some avocado or something is going to make, um, my body hold more of the oils and produce more oils for me so I added avocado something super simple so instead of being scale obsessed I look for what does my body need what is it telling me it needs and how is it responding is what's most important so like I have a whole bunch of data points my clothes how they fit my energy level am I sleeping well and so instead of being completely scale obsessed to know whether or not i'm successful i'm looking at habits and i'm looking at my body and how it how it's um talking to me and so those are going to be more important than any number on the scale one of my favorite things i saw it was this um i think it was a website if i remember right or an app on your phone or something and i will have to try to find it again and post it if i can find it but they took like I'm just going to say a size eight because that's what I am. I'm a size eight. And they took um, like, I don't know, 20 women that were all a size whatever. Maybe it's a size eight. And they put 20 different women up there. And they asked you um, who uh, who was a what size. And they didn't. I think it was that. I think they didn't tell you at first what size the people were. And so you're trying to pick and choose like based on body shape and who you think would be a size eight or, oh, that one's probably a 16 or that one might even be a 20 or whatever it is. Everybody was the same size, but they all were different weights because our bodies are made up of different things. I think that same app also had, um, like everybody the same weight and what different weight looks like on different body frames. It was a really cool website or app or whatever it was to kind of help get your brain listening again to like, Some of the junk it's believing, like that, this has to be this, like you, no thigh gap for you to be acceptable, that kind of thing. And uh, the size and the weight on the scale, those are numbers, and everybody's going to hold it differently. So if you say 150 is your magic number, well, 150 might be too much for your specific body, or it may be way too less like way too little for your body. And so we do not obsess with the scale. We know it is a point of data. We do look at it. I do still weigh myself weekly, or if I'm curious, if I am um, bloated from something I ate, just to kind of give me a little bit of data. And the scale doesn't drop every week. That's the other part. So if you're depending on the scale and you're obsessed with it to determine if you've done well or not, You could get very discouraged. Sometimes it takes a while for a a fat dump to happen. You're doing all the things and your body is just not ready to let go just yet. Sometimes um, there's lots. I won't get into them all, but there are lots of reasons why, you know, hormones and activity level and. Um, even if, it, even humidity and temperature outside can sometimes hold us um, in not dropping. So there's so many different reasons, traveling and the pressure on your body. So there's lots and lots of reasons why the scale cannot be the only point of your data. Okay, so the last couple, they kind of go hand in hand. Punishment mentality, so I'm going to punish myself then with that uh, willpower and motivation type stuff, right? Then um, also punishing ourselves if, you know, maybe I had... Um, an extra something today, and I think, oh, this is going to sabotage my weight loss, and so now I'm going to punish myself by depriving myself of something else later. And so there's lots of different punishment, whether you're withholding, like, validation, or whether you're withholding love for yourself, or you're withholding food, or lots and lots of things. And so uh, punishment mentality. And so I teach you that we are learning. We're either losing or learning, and one of those L's is going to be happening every single time, no matter what your choice is, but if you choose to learn and not lose, so you're losing weight, not losing as being a loser, so you're either losing some weight or you're learning from the experience, and then you just change a couple things, and then we see what happens again. We're not punishing ourselves then. That does not work. Nobody wants to be punished. Even a dog will try to get away if all it's doing is being punished all the time. So we're not doing that to ourselves. All right. And then this last one that I said kind of goes hand in hand with it is comparison mentality. These are all the diet traumas. So comparison mentality is going to be like, my friend is losing and she's doing this, so I should do that. Or... Am I doing it well enough? Could I do more? Is it enough? That A lot of that enoughness. I know you hear this. And then the comparison could be like even with yourself. So I had lost uh, over 60 pounds. I gained 20 back. And so I noticed sometimes I would compare myself to my original weight loss uh, journey. Here's the thing. I learned everything I learned along the way. I'm continuing to learn everything along the way. And so to compare this journey right now to the first journey, they're completely different journeys. I have something new that's an obstacle right now. And even if it's something that's old, it's a new flavor of it now. It's a new a new twist to the obstacle now. And so take the past to learn from it not to compare as to judge yourself from it. So those are the ones that I have for you. Um, And I've talked about the rest of my notes along the way. So how I really promote mindful eating that, um, the hunger cues and listening to your body and, looking for the results of what's going on in your body, whether it's for validation or for understanding um, what a success is or what we're curiously going to try different next time. The way I help you lose weight, it is specific for you. It's personalized to you. It removes shame and judgment. If you chose to never lose weight, there is not a single reason why you need to feel shame and judgment. And I know you're probably listening and saying, no, 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 you don't understand. Or if I don't feel shame and judgment, maybe you're thinking that you'll never lose weight. You'll never have motivation to do it. Well, I'm telling you, you do not need to have shame and judgment. It works so much better to not have shame and judgment. If you do shame, judge, It's not going to be long-lasting weight loss. And so I teach you a completely different way. We are not restricting mentally or physically. We are not doing that. And so there are so many other pieces to this that we work with together. And I would love to do that with you. I would love to give you that opportunity to learn how to take care of yourself different. So that it it can be long lasting so that you are, like I said at the beginning, you are creating a new identity for yourself. You have a completely different lifestyle when you finish working um, the program than when you started and you have confidence, you have empowerment. And my favorite part, you can figure it out by yourself. So like, as I teach you these tools, as we work through them together, then when you have something come up in the future, you can rely on your past. You're not going to compare to it, but you're going to use it for information, for wisdom to draw from. You'll remember what it was you did. Even if it's completely different in the future, you know what you did this time and you can, that in that future time, figure it out. So It empowers you to know, to understand, to have such beautiful awareness of your body, of yourself, your needs, your reasons for why you've been overeating and binging, or maybe you just have a little habit issue you want to clear up. We can work on all of that together. Okay, so I need to check my calendar because I booked something fun, and I don't want to tell you the wrong date. Okay, Monday. July 24th, I am going to host a workshop. It's going to be at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to be about two hours, I'll say. And it's going to help you stop the struggle. That is what this workshop is. It gets you started losing weight and you stop the struggle. So everything we talked about today is going to be a perfect alignment because I do not want any of this diet mentality trauma to come along for the ride. We will together dismiss all of your diet mentality trauma so that you can be very aware the next time that sneaky little thing tries to come into the picture. You're like, no, no, no. I know what this is. I even know where it came from and what diet it was that brought it on. And so, um, the thing about trig- about traumas are that they are triggering. So they do, they sneak back up on us again from time to time. And so having that awareness that I know that this is just one of those old diet traumas and where it came from, and even right now, what triggered it. Oh, eye-opening, beautiful, beautiful stuff. And so come to the Stop the Struggle uh, workshop, the webinar. It will be on Zoom. And so I am going to link the sign-up in in the show notes here. So go to coachingkara.com. There will be a link there or in the show notes. And I will see you next week. Bye. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingkira.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.